Bear. I'm board certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organized Energized Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizedandenergized.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy, and I'm here with Jennifer Ford Berry. She's the best-selling author of five books, the host of 29-Minute Mom podcast, and inspirational speaker. She's the mom to two teens and a wife to Josh. She's here to give us easy tips of how to release your donations back in the world with grace, because I know she has a lot of that stuff on her website, so we're going to talk about that. But for starters, I want to welcome Jennifer. Thank you so much for giving me your time and being on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Kathy. Absolutely. Hey, so talk to me. Um, you know, there's always life before we become professional organizers. What was your life before you found your calling? Well, I wanted to be in corporate America. So as soon as I graduated college, I moved to Charlotte. It was a booming job market at the time. Got into, um, I actually worked for a company doing cell phone, like when the cell phone uh, craze was starting with Singular Wireless and Bell South Mobility. And then I moved over to Clear Channel Radio. Um, and radio was a really fun industry to be in. And then all of a sudden, I, um, you know, I was married at the time and had pregnant with my first child and 9-11 happened and a lot of people were laid off from the radio station. So, um, I was kind of, you know, at home taking a break with new baby thinking, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I don't think I want to go back to corporate America. And you know how it is. It's kind of like it is right now where things are, all your priorities line up easier when the world takes a spin. So I was doing this, um, reading this book called Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. I and love that book. Yes. I'm so happy you heard of it. It's yeah. old now, but um, it was yeah. very inspirational. And it kept saying, you know, it kept asking, what are you passionate about? And I had to really dig deep. And then I walked kind of through that process and realized that I have been very passionate about organizing since I was a little kid. I can remember organizing when I was five, six years old, asking my grandmother to organize her jewelry, um, organizing my room like relentlessly, like what kid does that? <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. And so I just decided that it would give me flexibility with my daughter. And I guess, you know, I always joke because I have two other sisters and we're all entrepreneurs. And we literally laugh because when we were kids, my dad had us selling worms in a worm business. And um, when, and it's like, everybody jokes, I can't believe you're all in business for yourself. And I was like, it must've been the worms because we saw that there was freedom in being your own boss. And, you know, supply and demand and customer service and advertising, it kind of was like the bare bones, but it worked. And, you know, now I'm just feeling very grateful. I wake up every day doing what I love and could not imagine a different career. Yeah, I feel the same way. And you know what? I think it back, I actually had a little, um, a little restaurant in my friend's basement where I was selling cookies. So, you know, I think when, you, when you're an entrepreneur, you're an <laughs> entrepreneur. I think I was doing that at seven years old myself. So that's, that's so that's cool. Funny. 
Yeah. And it, it, catastrophic life events or a, a big life events always make us step back and really look at our lives. And I know when 9-11 hit, um, the same thing happened to us. I had a publishing agency and I actually, you know, we closed down, we held on for a year because we were in tourism in Florida. And, you know, then I said, oh, I'm just going to reassess. What do I really want to do when I grow up? Right. And mm -hmm. It gives you time to take a pause and think. And I know that a lot of people are going through that right now. A lot yeah. of women out there, if you're listening, it's possible to create the life you love, doing what you love, and most importantly, making a lot of money doing it. So I think I'll put the link to the book down below as well, Jennifer. And yeah. I know my book that I read, my, What Color Is Your Parachute? And I take people through that training as well, because it took me a long time to figure out what are what are my skills, what are my passions, right? And um, so, you know, anything that you can do to find your way into creating a life that you love is is really the big thing. So, as a professional organizer, what do you feel is the main thing, Jennifer, that you help clients do or come or become or be here? Yeah. So I. I'm really, I feel like I'm not your typical organizer in this sense that to me, it has nothing to do with cute containers and labels and Pinterest perfect houses. I really am there to help the client understand that they're put on this earth for a specific purpose and for a specific calling. And if we can get rid of all of the clutter that's preventing them from doing that, whether it just be taking up their time. Um, I, I say everything you own takes up STEM, space, time, energy, and money. So it can be a lot. And all of a sudden you're caught up, especially women in this day-to-day -day activity of you're taking care of other people, you're taking care of a house and you've forgotten who you are and you don't even think about your purpose. So for me, I know when they bring me in their home that they are thinking, I want the cutesy Pinterest perfect house, but I know there's a deeper reason why it's gotten so bad and I cannot wait to get them to the other side. It's really um, kind of a deep um, process working with me. And I think that uh, that's why I've had a lot of clients for a long time because I, I don't just get rid of the clutter. I start you know, doing like goal setting and time management and um, just even spiritual coaching and get them to a point where they're just excited to wake up every single day. And the stuff isn't preventing them from living the life of their dreams. Yeah. You, you and I are simpatico on that. You know, it's never about the stuff it's mm -hmm. about what they really want to create in their life. And oftentimes there's so much stuff that they can't see what they want to create. Um, you know, I'm a case in point, if I wouldn't have had a year off after 9-11, when our business closed down, I probably would have never figured out what I wanted to do. So it takes space and time to really wrap your mind around what you should be doing and, and what is, what's your purpose, so to speak. So yeah. I love what you do. It's such a necessary thing. Um, for all of us to clear our stuff. So what, when you started your business, what do you think was your biggest obstacle to overcome as you were becoming an entrepreneur uh, after you left the radio biz? I think it was the fact that I didn't have a portfolio and I didn't have, you know, a lot of experience in this field. So I was literally, you know, asking my former coworkers at the radio station, you know, Hey, I'll, I'll do your closet for free. I'll, you know, I was working with friends just to build up um, experience and also to find out it's easy for me to organize my own stuff, but I had to make sure that I was going to be good at organizing somebody else's stuff. And yeah. you, you know, Kathy, that this is so much more 
um, than just physical stuff. We are really doing a lot of psychology work, a lot of emotional work. There's reasons why people get stuck in the clutter. So um, just kind of working on, you know, getting to know people at a deeper level, getting them to trust me. Trust is huge in this business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we basically have their life you know, in our hearts and our hands when we're working with them. Yeah. And uh, it's very, very important that they, you know, I, I just, I'm so honored that they trust us to help them. You know, that's like a huge honor because they're opening up their gut, so to speak. And, um, and, you know, it's a, it's a precious resource. So, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of organizers, that's how we all start. I was like, Hey, let me organize you. Let me organize you. And, you know, that's how we start. And that is a huge obstacle to get that, get that business under your belt. Um, if you had to give advice to anyone who wanted to start out being an entrepreneur, maybe not an organizer, but just start their own business, what piece of advice would you give them? You know, you can sit there and dream and plan all day, every day, and just be stuck yourself. You don't see any progression. The best way I've ever learned to do anything is to jump in the deep end and start swimming and figure it out as I go. I think people wait because they want all of the answer delivered to them in a little platter and it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. If you try and, you know, and stop waiting for the perfect time because there's no such thing. But when you jump in and you start practicing what your service is going to be, then you learn how to make your service better and you learn how to deliver what your customer needs more. I mean, geez, I think every year I've learned doing this business. So just start doing it. I think so many people have dreams that they always talk about and think about and they never act on. Yeah, I totally agree. And even if you get it given to you in a platter, the platter is going to change. Let me tell you, you'll have different courses and different entrees coming at you that you want to eat instead. So <laughs> I totally, you know, jump in. And, and I think as organizers, we're all action takers. You know, let's just take some action. People say, I want to talk about it. Well, no, let's let's take action and talk as we go, because that's really how you get to the nitty gritty of of uh, challenges and and i agree it's never about the stuff and so if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur out there you know just jump in and do something that's related to that field follow someone shadow someone that's doing it um mm -hmm. you know i interviewed someone just recently that he's like you know you, you never be afraid to ask very important people your questions you know people who are like at the top of their field don't, don't, don't be afraid to ask him the question because, you know, he, he I think he had 147 uh, people on his podcast or on his, in his mastermind, he invited 147 very influential people, 142 people actually did it. And I these are that. famous celebrities. So, you know, you can always ask anybody that you want to do something. The worst they can say is no. But the best way to learn is to, uh, you know, be with that person, shadow that person, ask that person questions. Um, and people are givers, you know, anybody who wants to ask me anything, uh, you know, newbie professional organizers, I'm sure they hit you up all the time too. It's like, and I'm more than happy to tell them things because, uh, you know, it's, there's so much uh, business in the world and there's so much that everybody has to offer that's different. Um, yeah. So, Yeah. So There's I got off on the box for that, but <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, it's funny because when you and I started around the same time, which I'm cracking up that you read that book and you, you know, tied in nine 11. But I remember yeah. when I first wrote my um, first book, I 
thought to myself, even when I started in this industry, I don't know about you, but I, looking back, only remember two professional organizers that I knew of was Julie Morgenstern and Peter Walsh. I reached out to Peter Walsh and I said, hey, you know, hey, can I interview you for my blog? He said, yes, of course. I was thrilled. And one of the things that he told me kind of on the phone, I don't even remember if it was part of the interview or it was just him giving me advice, still sticks with me today. And I think he was so gracious and so far into the game that I would never you know, shame on me if at this point I ever told somebody no, you know? Right. He's so, so gracious and so awesome and so kind. And uh, I think he's been a mentor to most of us as pro organizers, you know, thank goodness for people like Peter and, um, you know, Dorothy Brenninger, who's going to be on my podcast in a little bit. I mean, it's just fantastic. So ask for help. That's the biggest thing that I say is if you want to start something new, ask people who have been doing it for a long time, their advice. Now that leads me to the next question is what's the best piece of advice you have for entrepreneurs who feel stuck? I call it being stuck in busyness, you know, so they're, 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 they're depleted. They have no more energy. Um, they wanted to do what they wanted to do, but now they just can't see their way through. What, what would you tell them? What would be your piece of advice to get them unstuck and create more energy in their business? So as you know, an entrepreneur, I think it's very common. I, I love to plan. I love to dream. And I think that's the part of the beauty of being an entrepreneur is that you can create any sort of life that you want to live. You don't have to answer to anybody and sky's the limit. So, you know, the first thing is you have to believe anything is possible. If you don't believe that you're going to short yourself every single time. So, um, you know, I just think that that's number one. Number two is there's so many things out there floating you know, that you could do, right. You can do what somebody's doing on Instagram. You could do what somebody else is doing with their organizing business. Somebody else has a business on the street. You're looking to find, you know, kind of a hat to put on from someone else, put your own hats on, be true to yourself, get real clear, um, do the work and define who you really are. What is your calling? What is your purpose? Um, do the work so that you know, and that will kind of keep you in your own lane that rather than trying to be a different kind of entrepreneur. And then the other thing, and I swear by this is when you're an entrepreneur, the list is so long of all the things you have to do. It like literally never ends and that's okay. Don't even complain about it because until you're dead, the to-do list is going to be there. But I think it's hard sometimes for entrepreneurs to prioritize because we're so excited about everything. So what I do is every day I wake up and I have a journal and I write down seven goals that I want to accomplish in the next quarter. And I literally write them as if they're already happened. So it's, you know, the Bible says, call things that be not as though they are. That's how I live my life. And I write it every day, not new goals the same ones every single day until they come true. And then I swap a new one in and it's powerful because it just keeps my mind on. I could be doing all these 30 things, but today I have to make sure I'm doing something toward these goals. So it just helps me stay focused. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and act as if they're already done. I totally am a believer in that. You know, we created our own destiny. So if you're feeling like you're, you're in your business and you're feeling depleted and you're feeling not energized, I totally agree. Go ahead and write where you want to be as if you're there and you yeah. will get fresh, renewed energy from your yes. business. Because oftentimes, I, I agree, your to-do list is going to be there till the day you die. <laughs> Always. So, you know, we never get it done. That's the one thing that we can count on is we never get it done. But that's okay. What are, yeah, yeah, that's okay. I mean, you better, it better be okay because that's all you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. So I know you have a valuable resource that you're going to give the guests and we're going to put the link down below. Uh, what is it that you're going to offer the, the viewers here? So the first um, few books that I've written, they are very straightforward because at the time um, when I first started writing, I thought nobody wants to read a book, a novel size book on how to get organized. They're it's like a trainer at the gym or a financial advisor. Just like when I go, just tell me what to do. Just like give me a list. Tell me what to do. I don't need all the fluff. Yeah. So the first, um, books that I've written, we're all about 52 weeks in like, they tell you every area of your life and how to organize it step-by-step. Step. And so after that, that's great, right? You've get, you've gotten your kitchen organized, for example, but the maintenance is key. And right. so I'm going to do, um, we have a one month every like things to do a checklist for every month, every three to six months and every year on how to stay organized. And it just kind of takes the guesswork out of it because I think that's part of the problem is people just yeah. are overwhelmed and don't know where to start. I hear that all the time. I'm overwhelmed and I mm -hmm. don't know where to start. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm sure you do too, Kathy. Overwhelmed is the big word of the day. Yep. Keyword. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. Everybody needs a checklist. I mean, I love looking at checklists and uh, they help me in every aspect of my life, even the organizing aspect. You know, it's like, what should I be doing? Oh, I forgot. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, so if I had to, if, if, what have I missed asking you? What's the most important thing? If I've missed anything that's important that I should have asked you that I have not during this show. I think, you know, a lot of people have questions about how um, to get started if they have it, you know, on their heart to write a book about anything as an entrepreneur. A lot of times, if you're an entrepreneur and you can get a book down in writing, it can be a product that you can use to help you with your career marketing and all that. So I think for me, a lot of people that have said, you know, I want to write a book. I feel like I have a book inside of me, but wh where do I start? And I want to just give some really um, honest advice. So what the, the first thing is start writing, just start writing. Don't yeah. talk about it anymore. Get your computer out, set a timer in your phone, start writing at least one hour a day until the timer goes off and do not try to worry about perfection because you will get stuck. None right. of us that write books, get it right. The first time that's why there's editors and drafts. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. So, for Yes. Get it down on paper. And then the other thing is do yeah. not stop until you get a yes. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be, you know, five no's or 500. I don't know. But if you feel like you have a message to give the world, it's important to get it to the world. And if that means that you're going to end up self-publishing, go ahead and self-publish. There's no right or wrong get the message out. And like we talked about before, you can always perfect it later. You can always grow it, you know, get it better. You can do that. But to actually go through the process of publishing a book, I will tell you, 
you will feel at the end when you, you know, you get a book like this in your hands and you're just like, this is legit a book. It's like your yeah. baby. Yeah. And you see it and you're like, okay, I did it. I can do anything because it's a long process. Yeah, um, yeah. So just, you know, don't wait, like, don't let fear stop you because if you let fear stop you, you're done before it even, you know, you even get started. Yeah. And, you know, one of my mantras when I wrote my first book, uh, How to Master Your Mind is perfection is overrated and simply not worth it. Nope. And, you know, you can't get stuck in the perfectionism thing, as you know, with a lot of our clients are stuck in perfectionism and there's nothing that's perfect anyhow. So just, you know, get over it. <laughs> and guess what? Not a, nobody's doing it perfectly. No, no one's doing it perfectly. You know, yeah. I, I learned that. And, I, you know, that's a good thing that I, I called back uh, from from yoga. You know, there's no perfect pose. And that really helps you so much through all other aspects of your life. You know, there is, there is no perfect pose. There is no perfect book. There is no perfect prose. There's just what your soul is, is trying to say. And I totally agree with you. If you feel called to express yourself through the written word, do it because that's a message that someone out there that definitely needs to hear and will hear if you keep at it. So yeah, wow, this is good. Yeah. Hey. And, and the other thing is too, if you're writing takes accountability, like you have to actually write to get, have a book. So nowadays it's easy to write on other platforms and keep that momentum going. But if you say, okay, I'm going to put out a blog post once a week that can give you a, some accountability. You can start building a following before you even publish the book. And that's really, really important. As you know, publishers want to see a following before you, you will get a yes. So, um, yeah. and they want to see, how are you going to sell the book? So if you have, you know, a following, that's your, that's your platform. And that's what they are looking for nowadays. So. Yeah. Cause publishers don't market anymore. So they're really looking at people who can market themselves. So I, you know, I'm self-published. I think I always will be self-published. Well, actually I, I lied. I just have a, I'm writing a book for somebody for a publisher, but, but typically I, I prefer the self-publishing angle because, um, it's easy. It's so easy right now to self-publish yeah. and you have to do all the marketing anyhow. So why not? That's what yeah. I say. Okay. Anyhow, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your tips during this month of get organized, go month in January. And I will see all of you sooner than later, hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice. Also, if you feel so inclined, I would truly appreciate a good rating from you to me. Have a stellar day.